Episode 10 of the Inside the Bluegrass podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Hall. This is my co-host today, Austin Sear. We're going to talk about the cards and the cats, football game recaps, basketball, and uh, of course today was National Signing Day, so we'll go over a couple of those. Uh, how's it going today? Good. Couldn't be better. Couldn't be better. Yeah, the, uh, the, the, the cats didn't uh, get as many players as I thought they would, but... Uh, it's, okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We got, we got a quality over quantity, Caleb. Well, they, I mean, as of right now, they have the twenty fifth ranked class in the, uh, in the entire league. But uh, I think I think UK really hit it uh, strong in the transfer portal with Devin Leary. Mm-hmm. I think yesterday. Uh, of course, he 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 sucked coming in this season because he's an ACC quarterback, right? Yeah, ACC doesn't know how to play football. SEC is real football, Caleb. The ACC can score. I mean, SEC games in like nine to six. So I mean, that's just how it goes. I mean, Kentucky Vandy every year fourteen to ten. No, 
It's more like 14 to 35. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. If you go it's back, it's like 14 to 35. What about like 2000s? We were getting blown out by Vandy at that time. <laughs> that was when we sucked. Uh, I, it was the pre-Mark Stoops. I area. mean, you guys lost to Vandy like, what, 21-17? Probably. This year around that, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, we had Rich calling the plays, too. Oh, we get to talk about that, too. <laughs> Oh shoot, my boys, my boys home. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a while since we lasted a podcast. I mean, the last time we talked was the Wednesday after the Kentucky game. So me uh, and you, yeah, a lot has happened since then. Obviously, Kentucky got a new offensive coordinator. Uh, well, not a new. I guess a past yeah. offensive coordinator. And uh, it's like an ex girlfriend that you get back with. <laughs> Will it work out? Probably. Yeah. This is the one where it's like, yeah, this is the right one. Some of them you're like, eh, I'm not sure about that. This one, it's like, yeah. I, I, I love second and ten runs. Third and fifteen screens. Huh? No, you don't. <laughs> that's, that's what Rich ran. That uh, Yeah, as a play caller, I was not a fan of Rich. I don't hate the man, I just well, no, he, don't I mean, appreciate he, him. He, he was like Satterfield, but like ten times worse yeah. as, a, as, a, as a play caller. That's hard to do, too. <laughs> That uh, mouse of a man, the coward. Yeah, of course. Uh, we we previously covered the firing of Scott Satterfield, but not the uh, the hiring of uh, head coach Jeff Brom. But uh, there's a lot of coaching changes going on in the Bluegrass in these past couple of weeks with uh, Rich Gangarillo. And I don't know if Kentucky has hired any new staff or not. But uh, got a running back coach. Wow. Well, from Oklahoma. That's good, I guess. I mean, I, it's about it. Yeah, yeah. We, we didn't mean, get much. Louisville has a whole new staff. Um, yeah. The other people, I mean, probably bringing Brahms' entire staff over. But Flyville, uh, twenty-three. <laughs> Woo! Better than UK's class. We have a quarterback. We're we're gonna get a quarterback. No, you're not. Jack Plummer. We have Pierce Clarkson, four-star. So. He's a freshman. Not all freshmen come in and dominate. He's gonna come in. He's gonna play Kentucky. He's gonna throw four interceptions, and you're gonna be like, "Ah, eh, take this guy out. Send him back to send him to Cincinnati with Saturday." <laughs> if I ever said that, you're gonna march. Louisville fans are gonna march in the streets with his head on a stick. No, after well, we're not gonna game. be we're not gonna be running it on third and fifteen anymore. Yeah, you're gonna be throwing interceptions on third and fifteen. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying we're gonna have a quarterback. We're gonna have a real offensive play caller. Again, Jeff Brom is a new Louisville head coach. Uh, I, I, obviously, that's a big deal because uh, you know uh, that it's it's different than uh, Satterfield. Uh, it's much different. He, you know, Satterfield runs that pistol offense that uh, the fans of Louisville really love. I mean, they 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 really love the pistol offense a lot. Mm, yeah, I could tell when I went to the game. <laughs> even the half stadium was full. Yeah, not even half the stadium. Nah, yeah. Nah. It was more than half, actually. No, when I looked up at that top section, I saw two people sitting up top. No one sits up there. Yeah, that's that's like a big bulk of your seats. You can't fill up the top, I mean. Well, I mean, like... Those are the cheap seats. What, the max is probably like, what, 46,000? Went to the JMU game, I think. I think. Mm. Which, what, it can hold Fairweather fans. It can hold <laughs> they didn't Fairweather like, fans. They didn't like the coach. Fairweather fans. They didn't like the coach, so they didn't show up to the games. Fairweather fans. Yeah. 
You support did, your team did, no matter uh, what. Did, did you see Kentucky Vandy? It was like six people in the crowd. That doesn't mean we don't like the coach. It means the weather's fair. Suck. Yeah, so fair weather fans. So it's so it's the weather. So suck. so it's fair weather fans for UK side then. Not really. I mean, we sat through enough suffering. We can choose not to go to our games if we don't want to. That Vandy game never has anybody there. It's always negative seven hundred degrees. <laughs> pouring rain or both at the same time or if it's in tennessee then it's like nice and it's just a ton of kentucky fans there that's what it usually is vandy almost made a bowl this year though they're making strides Ooh. Ooh. they won multiple sec sec they beat us in florida well fair enough yeah what are those two seven and five florida's a losing record this year yeah florida was six and seven right yeah they lost a bowl game to they got murdered, didn't they? I don't even know who they played. Exactly. Who did they play? It was some group of five school. I have no idea. I don't watch. I don't pay attention to Florida football. <laughs> Screw Florida, man. You will in the in September. Yeah, when Kentucky whips them. They probably will. Devin Leary coming out there. He's got the 400 yards. Look, yeah, stupid, it, you, 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 you said NC State is just a middle-of-the-road team. They they are they got blown out by you guys. Uh, we we were good this season. All right, so we have the same record. We beat you guys. Are we better? Uh, you on are on the same level. No, it's coaching. Mark Stoops is a better coach than Scott Satterfield. Right. Well, yeah. Mark yeah. Stoops is a better coach than Jeff Brown. I, how do you know that? I mean, he's not gonna. Brown is gonna come in here. Mark Stoops is gonna, gonna whip him. Well, according to Mark Stoops, he likes Jeff Brown. Well, he doesn't anymore. He said so in an interview today. Um, hey, just because you like the coach doesn't mean he's gonna whip his tail every time he sees him. Oh, I mean, that, do you think Mark ever liked Sat? No, I don't even think the players and staff on Louisville <laughs> like Sat. No, they liked them in 2019. I don't think it matters if Mark likes Satterfield. No, not really. I mean, he literally... It made it better he, that he hated Satterfield. He cremated him every year. Yeah, and it was amazing. It made me so happy watching him. No, just, like, you know that's not normal, though, right? Like What, Louisville getting dominated by Just Kentucky? wetting the bed, yeah. Well, get used to it. It's the new I, normal. I really don't. I think it's, it's like the world after COVID. This is just our new normal now. No, it's not. It was called the Satterfield Experiment. No, it wasn't an experiment. It was a failure. Uh, I wouldn't call it a failure. Oh. I would call it a, like... He got the hell out of there, that's was, all I know. It was something that went nowhere. Anyways, I don't even know what we were talking about. Uh, the UK recruiting class. Yeah, it was pretty... I mean... I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody signed that was supposed to sign. Right. Pretty much, like, yeah. nobody I mean, flipped or anything. Or nobody I've major been, flipped. I was so out of touch with, like, recruiting this year. I didn't really pay much attention to it because, I mean, it just wasn't. I didn't start getting into football really towards the end of this season. but Because um, they weren't good for a while there. I mean, I just didn't. I also worked third shift and slept through most of the games this year. But um, Noon games, yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch a single noon game this year. I, I woke up in enough time to watch the Ole Miss game, though. No, but I think the biggest surprise of our class was Devin Leary. And the running back from Vandy. I mean, Leary was the number one transfer quarterback in the um, portal 
So that's huge. I yeah, mean, well, in the 20, 2021 season, he was like 30-5 to five on his interception ratio. Yeah, which is crazy. significantly better than Mr. Will Levis. Uh, he's still got to be a top 10 pick. Yeah, clearly. Um, he's got the talent for it. Then Ray Davis. No, no, uh, no, no debate there. Yeah, it's, it's a potential pick. <laughs> he's, he's being picked off potential. Then we got another really good uh, running back that's going to help fill the – he won't fill the void of Chris Rodriguez. But well, who's, make... who's in the Kentucky running room? You got Jutan, uh, then Jutan, not Jigil. Uh, Ray Davis, the new guy, and then we have a uh, a guy that we got. He was a transfer. I can't remember his name off the top of his head. Ramon Jefferson, that's his name. He uh, he was an All American FCS transfer, and yeah, the, he yeah. uh, tore his ACL on his first carry this season. So he'll probably come in as running back two behind Ray Davis. Yeah, well, those FCS All-Americans are the real deal. I mean, uh, Tyler Hudson came in FCS All-American, like Arkansas State or something, and had like 1,000 yards a season. So, I mean, those guys can clearly... Uh, they could compete at the next the level. Yards. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, oh. I mean that guy went to the draft this year. So, I mean, uh, that guy's clearly capable of... Accomplishing a lot, but uh, mm-hmm. then another. Then we got. I'm mostly focusing on the transfers. We got a few good like freshmen that signed. We got a few four star uh, line. I know we got a four star linebacker that flipped, and then we got a uh, usually three or four star O lineman that flipped from Florida State. That was a big big get because our O line you know sucked, so that was fun. Uh, then we got. We got two more O linemen in the portal. We got Marquez Cox from NIU. He dominated us in that Northern Illinois game, and so we're like, "Hey, just come play for a better team in a better conference." So he's he he came, and then we got Tanner Bowles, who is a O lineman originally from Kentucky. He grew up in Glasgow. He was uh, his dad played for Kentucky baseball. Then he ended up committing and going to Alabama. Played in every game for Alabama, but didn't start. And now he's being added to the line at Kentucky. So we we made some big upgrades on offensive line. Well, that that was clearly needed. Yeah, I mean, uh, when you get like sacked like five times against the NIU Huskies, there's an issue with your offensive line. Yeah, and then our other two really big uh, transfers were two. Uh, corners and there's a corner and a safety uh one from ohio state one from cincinnati i know the dude from cincinnati was like a all-american in college and yeah yeah so no, he was we made really big upgrades to fill some holes so it's gonna be we're, we're, i think we're gonna be pretty good next uh, year. well stoops seems to have better recruits every year and you know mitch barnhart actually uh what did he he uh he he has nil now right Kind of. Yeah, I mean, we put something on Twitter about it. He's still very anti-NIL. He's got to get his. Uh, he's, I'm iffy on Mitch. He's been really good for the program, but he's so, like... Traditional. Yeah, that I don't know if he's going to thrive in this new era. Well, I mean, he won't even let him sell beer. Yeah, he won't. <laughs> I mean... People are sneaking flasks in. People are, I mean, it's bad enough that they've we got people shoving beer cans down their shorts and putting flasks in their shirt to just have to sit there and suffer through. Well, we needed it this season in the games, <laughs> having to suffer through that horrifically boring offense. But 
Yeah. Okay. That's really all for Kentucky signing day. It wasn't yeah. a ton, but it was uh, it was quality over quantity. Yeah, uh, I guess you could say the same thing for Louisville, but uh, we haven't had too many crazy transfers. Most of the transfers are Brom guys from other, or not Brom guys, but local guys. Uh, I know Stephen Heron and uh, Miles Slusher and Roddy McGraw are all from around Louisville, but you know they went to you know Penn State and Stanford because Satterfield doesn't like to recruit locally. So Brom was like, "All right, I'll call these kids up," and he brought them home. Or recruit in general. <laughs> not not till this season. No, he didn't. It was all guys from North Carolina that he recruited to come here because that's where he's from. Uh, we did get a former four-star, Jimmy Callaway, was a transfer from Tennessee. He didn't see the field a lot last season, but like he he was a four-star, so you would think he'd be able to do stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're still in recruits from Cincinnati too. We took Jaden Thompson, the wide receiver from Cincinnati, former four-star. So it's good to see we're taking kids away from Sat. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> but uh, of course the like the 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 headliner of this class is Pierce Clarkson and all the guys from St. John Bosco, um, and uh, Madden Sanker and uh, Luke Burgess were the only linemen who are like that that. Our R line is going to be good in the next couple of years, and then everyone signed pretty much that was supposed to sign. Uh, we had a couple of local kids from Louisville and uh, Henderson, Kentucky, but DeAndre Moore and Jamari Johnson are not did not commit or didn't sign today. Uh, DeAndre Moore's been flirting with Texas recently. I don't know what's going on with Jamari Johnson. He's listed as an athlete, but he's really just a six-five tight end. But hopefully DeAndre will come to Louisville. But I'm thinking if he didn't sign today, it looks like he's probably not going to come. Just because why would he put it off if he knows he's not going to come here? But, yeah, I mean, even if we don't get him, we have – well, I'm sure Brom will bring in some transfers. And Brom said in his press conference today that he wanted to bring in another quarterback to, you know, not throw a freshman under the fire in a Power 5 conference. So uh, Jack Plummer is going to lay the pipe mm, in Louisville. Sure. Maybe he's he was a he's a Cal right now, but he played under Brahms' offense for a couple of years and then transferred out to Cal. And Shaking now, in my boots. And now, now he's transferring out of Cal. Look, I, you think I was shaking in my boots over Terry Wilson? No, no, nobody was shaking in my boots. Over Terry you, uh, when he came into that year, he was supposed to be Lamar Jackson two point oh. Well, I mean, maybe not that. He was good. He looked good. Like he was quick. And he just—he was a little turnover prone. <laughs> turnover, Terry. Yeah. Yeah, Terry, turnover, baby. Go cats. Not to a touchdown. No. No. Not at all. No. That sucks. We had him. I liked Terry. He was good, but I mean, we ended up seeing Lynn Bowden kind of flourish. Well, you had—you had the run game. You had Benny Snell and a good old line. Yeah, we didn't need Terry. We just needed somebody as long no, as he just wouldn't run fumble. It, run it thirty times with a. Benny. With Benny, and then give it another 30 times to Chris Rodriguez. and There you go. There's your offense. Louisville ranks 36 at the moment. Kentucky ranks 25. Lower than Kentucky. Suck it. Uh, the, the composite rank, however, Louisville is higher. By so, three I mean, points. Hey, hey, we're top three, 10 in transfer, ranks. though. Suck it. Go Cats. We're better than the Cars. We run the state. But that's where we are at the moment with the recruiting class. Of course, it's not over yet. Signing day, I mean, it's pretty much over. We're recording this at like 7 o'clock at night. But 
it's probably mostly over, but still we have late signing periods and transfer portal still open, so we'll see where we are mm-hmm. when we get there. Uh, the Cards last Saturday played against the Cincinnati Bearcats. Wow. In the weirdest bowl game in Louisville football history. The Fenway Bowl, two teams over 100 miles apart, played in Boston. <laughs> that, I, I did agree with Zach on that, though. That didn't make much sense to take these two teams that are like two at two and a half hours away from each other and just, com- just throw them up in Boston. It didn't make much sense. Well, and both teams had a bunch of guys that were not playing in the game. Louisville had to start their backup quarterback. To... Oh, Brock, Cement Shoes, Dolman. Yeah, he he was thirteen to twenty one, hundred thirty two yards, touchdown and a pick. Um, he was there for sure. Uh, the the story of the game was the run game and the defense. Obviously, Louisville ran for I think almost three hundred yards, two hundred eighty seven, so nearly three hundred. Only passed it for one thirty two, and Cincinnati only had a hundred and twenty seven total yards in the game. They had like sixty in like the first quarter, so they really couldn't. Ah, Double them. They couldn't do much of anything. Doubled them with just your run game. Yeah, and Braden Smith threw the ball twice. Mm. Uh, threw an interception on one of them. <laughs> Real productive throwing from Braden well, Smith. Well, the weird thing is, is on all the other plays he threw it, for the previous it was a touchdown or a, a big play because it's, it's like a wide receiver pass, essentially. And then Maurice Turner, 30 carries, 160 yards. Gerard Jordan, 9 carries, 115 yards, 2 touchdowns. He's going to be a beast next year. Um... I mean, we gave the ball to Huggins Brooks for a yard. I mean, nothing crazy on jet sweeps that didn't work. The receiving game, Jalen Carter, 50 yards. Braden Smith, 45. Marshawn Ford, 13 for a touchdown. No one else. Chris Bell got a reception. Um, Obviously, the defense, I think we had seven sacks on the game. Yeah, and 10 tackles for loss. Adula and Diaby both had a sack and a half. Obviously, domination. Um, in all facets of the game. And uh, Cincinnati couldn't do much of anything on offense, like, at all. When can they? Yeah, they had 44 yards rushing um, and 83 yards passing. They played, like, 16 different quarterbacks in the game. Did they hire Rich as their offensive coordinator? No, they they, they like they were running it, like, on, like, third and, like, eight like, God, in, in the first half. Could you imagine that coaching staff? Had Scott Satterfield, God, head coach. Rich Scangarello, ZOC. It's the most run-heavy thing. Like, it, it would just be run every play. You'd win two games. <laughs> the only all the st- games would be a half hour long. <laughs> the only stat Louisville lost was the turnover battle, which they committed four turnovers. Four turnovers and still lost by 17 points. Um, yeah. The, Wait, who committed four turnovers? We did. And you lost by 17? We won by 17. Oh, you said you lost by 17. Okay. Idiot. It's my bad. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Louisville just dominated the game in, uh, in every way possible, except for the first quarter. I mean, it really should be 24-0, really. They got a fluke play with their tight end who outran the entire defense for, like, 30 yards. But other than that, oh, Florida lost to Oregon State, 30-3. That's a, Yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's pathetic. SEC yeah. sucks. Hey, um, hey. Anyways. Uh... <laughs> uh, you want to talk about sucky SEC? We'll get to that in a second. But, yeah, do you, do you got anything to add? On? I mean, I don't think you watched the game. But no, I didn't watch the game. I, I mean, was asleep. I mean, are you surprised by this at all? Are you I like... thought Cincinnati might have played a little closer. But I guess with guys not playing, that they didn't really. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they didn't. They, they had their all AAC uh, player of the year playing. 
Ooh, well, good for you. Defensive player of the year. I'm assuming that guy that transferred to Kentucky didn't play in this game. No, so did not. The, the, this isn't a telltale of their secondary because he wasn't playing. <laughs> we didn't even pass the ball well on him, so I mean. Well, when you can't pass the ball well when you have Rock Dolman yeah. in the game. Yeah, well, though. we had Deion Branch calling plays for the offense and Mark Ivy calling plays I got for a the weird defense. story about Deion Branch. Okay, go. So. Is this a made-up story? No, this is 100% real. Okay. This happened while we were in high school. I went to, so okay. We went to Bullet East High School, and I went to one of the girls' basketball games. No, it was a boys' basketball game. I went to one of the guys' basketball games because J.J. Weaver played for PRP on basketball. I don't know when to see him in person because I want to be like, I want to see this dude. This is going to be like legit. I don't know what I thought I was going to see seeing him play a basketball <laughs> game against Bullet East. But while we were at the game... It was a wild game. The PRP crowd was a bit rowdy. We had some like a lot of screaming and yelling at each other. And it sounds then, like uh, PRP. Yeah. What was that racist? Okay. <laughs> Kills being racist. Uh, but um, I was sitting there, and Dion Branch's son was playing for PRP, I think. And Dion was sitting in the front row, and. Somebody screamed something, and the referee thought Dion Branch screamed it. And the referee obviously didn't know who it was. He would not have kicked Super Bowl MVP Dion Branch out of the <laughs> out of the Bullet East Gymnasium. We they stopped the game. Like he's like, "You're out of here!" And every and Dion Branch stands up. He's like, "What did I do?" And then he's like, "You're out of here!" And he kicked Dion Branch out of this the is, gymnasium. This is true. Yes, this is a hundred percent true. He kicked Dion Branch out of the game. And then we were walking out, and I was Some looking madness. at him, and I was like, I feel like I know who that is. Yeah, it's here. Yeah, and then my dad saw it, and he goes, that's Dion Branch. He played for the Patriots, like, played for Louisville, Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, Super Bowl MVP. And I was like, what? We just kicked him out of a high school basketball game? And so he ended up getting back in, because, you know, he's Dion, Dion Branch. Branch. Yeah. But yeah, that's my Dion Branch story. I saw him get kicked out of a boys high school basketball game. Yeah. It was like my sophomore year, too. That's amazing. Yeah. I was just in the same How gym. did I not know about that? I don't know. I guess I just never told the story. Well, Leon Branch is the first Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP to uh, coach his first FBS game and win. So Congrats to him. Yeah. yeah. And also, now he's on Brom staff. Supposedly. Yeah, yeah, him and Mark Ivey being retained good because Mark Ivey is one insane son of a bitch. Yeah, he, is he your strength and conditioning coach? No, but he might as well be. <laughs> I saw a picture of him. I was like, ooh. He gets hype. Yeah. I'm glad they're both being retained. Uh, but, yeah, that's the Louisville Bowl game. Not a lot to say because it was really pretty not a great game to watch if you were if you wanted to watch really good football because Louisville pretty much dominated the entire game. But uh, let's take a look at the real game of the century here. Oh, this, this barn burner. Kentucky at Iowa, um, 31st at 12 o'clock. Prime time, ABC. I'm not watching this game. Actually, I don't know. They put it at the same time as the UKU basketball I'll, I'll, game. I'll, I'll probably watch the bowl game. I, I, well, <laughs> yeah, you want to suffer through watching U of L basketball? <laughs> hey, we won. Look, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. So, I had never seen Iowa schedule, but apparently the first game of the year, they beat South Dakota State 7-3. We texted every time we saw an Iowa score. We were like, oh, it's a well, real barn I mean, burner. I mean, look, 7-3. They beat Iowa State 10-7. Nevada 27-0. Rutgers 27-10. Michigan 27-14. That's not terrible there. 
They lost. Still to, lost. They lost to Illinois nine to six. God, that Illinois game was probably atrocious because those are both defensive teams there. No, they either. So how many field goals would that be? That'd be what like five five field goals yeah. between two teams. God, that would be awful. And then they got absolutely creamed by Ohio State fifty four to ten. Michael Petras had a high of forty nine passing yards in that game. Petras played against Kentucky last year, against in the Music City Bowl well, two years ago. No, that was, was last season. season. This is the rematch of the freaking <laughs> Citrus Bowl. They're both not that good. And we're both are hey, suck. They scored thirty points against Northwestern. Ooh, actually, who are one and ten? So we they barely... beat they beat Purdue twenty four to three. That's kind of impressive. Uh, they beat Wisconsin. It's 20- that Brom coaching. They, they beat Wisconsin twenty four to ten. Minnesota thirteen to ten on the road. Oh, they lost to Nebraska. God. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't been around 24-17 enough, in the shoot. The Nebraska guys. hate is real over here for me. I hate Scott Frost. He's not even on the team. I'm so happy he got fired. Oh, now, no, hey, uh, Scott, we're going for the... Uh, Scott Scott Frost is coaching Army in their bowl game, or Navy in their bowl game. Well, Did you know that? I feel bad for Army or Navy. I, I, whoever won that game. Yeah. I remember. Stolen Valor. But yeah, that none of that jumps out of me whatsoever. But I guess Kentucky's schedule doesn't either. Yeah, fire Matt Rule. That's the new thing we're gonna be on now. Why well, I, I like Matt Rule. He sucked in the NFL. Well, so do a lot of people. Yeah, so did. True. I mean, uh, nah, I can't think of anybody. But uh, I, no, uh, what's his name? Guy from Ohio State. Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer was fantastic in college. Your father sucks in the NFL. Caleb's dad looks exactly like Urban Meyer. It's, it's down amazing. to a T. Down to a T. Pretty much, yeah. But uh, if 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 you look at the stats here, so Iowa's offense ranks 118th in points per game. Kentucky's <laughs> offense 101st in points per game. <laughs> yards per game. Kentucky's 111th. Iowa in yards per game 129th. Oh my gosh, this is gonna be awful. All of Iowa's offensive stats are in the 100s, by the way, except for the red zone scoring, which is down to 60th, which is pretty impressive. The Iowa defense, however. Well, it's so high because they barely got in the red zone, so when they did get in, they scored. <laughs> but, like, their defense, six in points per game, six in yards allowed per game. Opponents' yards per play. They're first in the country in opponents' yards per play. Well, yeah, it's good defense, no offense. Uh, they're not very good on the opponent's fourth down conversion percentage. I mean, that's oddly specific. That's good because Kentucky's actually good at converting fourth downs. Um, yeah, the Iowa defense. I mean, it's just not. I mean, the the Iowa offense is really bad. Defense though. They yeah. average three yards a rush, hundred twenty fourth. Rushing yards a game, good for hundred and twentieth. They average three yards a rush, but they also only give up three yards a rush. <laughs> number, they have the number four run defense, pretty much in the country. Uh, the passing stats they give up or they throw about six yards per pass is good for 118th in the country. Passing yards a game good for 121st in the country. I mean this is bad. And then their QB sack percentage is 123rd in the country. Uh, we might be lower than that still. So if we look if we look at Kentucky's offense here, they were 123rd. We're 128th. <laughs> Told you we'd be lower. Uh, yards per pass, 33rd, obviously, but they got the number one pick in the draft on that team. So. We do. Uh, and then passes per game, 118th. Passing yards a game, 98th. Interception thrown percentage, 99th in the country. I mean, it, it, it's just, off. like, offensively, this is this is a terrible game. And we're horrible at kicking, too. Don't forget that. Not against UofL. Yeah, that's it, though. 
the UK defense, obviously. Pretty stout. 18th in points per game, in opponents' points per game. 22nd in opponent yards per game. 31st in, or uh, 41st in opponent yards per play. I mean, it, it, I mean it's not bad. No, I mean, we're, uh, we're a solid defense. Yards per rush, not that great at four and a half, 89th in the country. We got a good pass defense, though, but uh, sadly, I don't think we're going to really utilize yeah, the, pass yeah, the, defense. The pass, de- <laughs> the pass defense is good for 26th in the country. Passing yards per game, good for 11th in the country. So, again, the, the both, both defenses are pretty good. However, the offenses are the equivalent of steaming horseshit. So yeah, sure. It's, it's, if you want to put it that way, it's, <laughs> this game is just the Iowa City instead of Music Bowl. It's Iowa City Poop Bowl. I mean, that's all it is. What do you think the over under is for this game? Like fourteen. Couldn't tell you. It's gonna be a bad game, man. It's gonna be bad. I'm not even like excited for it. If I'm being honest, I can't even figure out how to look at the over under. So. You're, back, I, I can't. It won't work. work. I, got, I just got to keep going. You're going to scroll all the way. Yep, it's right here. Click it then. It's a 50-50 shot. So Kentucky has a 50.4% chance to win. Iowa has a 49.6 chance to win. The over-under is 31. That's too high. Take the under. <laughs> so what's that? Like 15 to 15 six? to 16. I'm not confident Iowa can score Okay, well, well, let's say 17 to 14. That's 31, right? Yeah, whoever who the first team the fourteen points wins this game, I think. Jesus, and Kentucky's good offensive players aren't even playing. No, are their top two offensive players and Will Levis and Chris Rodriguez. Yeah, and you said their second string is not not starting either. It's well because originally the last I think the last time we did a pod I said, uh, "What's his face?" The uh, wide receivers coach was going to call the plays, but Big Dog Vince Merrill is going to call the plays now. Oh so, God! And he's and you know Vince Merrill Vince is the Merrill. tight ends coach. Yeah, he called the game against NC State a few years ago when we beat <laughs> NC State. Vince Merrill is calling plays. Yeah, he's done it before. He called the NC just, State bowl game when we played just, him in the Gator Bowl. He doesn't strike me as a play caller. I don't know. Well, he's an offensive coach. He's a tight ends coach, so we're going to expect a lot of tight end passes. The old Jordan Dingle. You know, Iowa won their last four games, except for the loss to Nebraska. We won, like, two of our last four games. We also played UGA well, Kentucky, and Vandy. Don't forget we played Vandy. Kentucky kind of just, like, fell uh, apart Fell apart after the uh, Ole Miss game, I think. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much it was kind of downhill they from there. they were 4-0. Levis was getting hurt. They started off 4-0 and finished. 7-5. Yeah, three and seven in the last ten games. Yeah, not great. Hey, it's about it's about the journey. Spreads minus Iowa two and a half. Where are you, in the Music City Bowl? It's prime time too. Yeah, Music City Bowl. It's noon. It's not prime time. It's on ABC. That's what I would call prime time. The freaking basketball games more prime time than this. Whoever made that decision to play this game I believe on that the was same game, same day, same time as the UK was, UL basketball I game. Was on Mitch you was, guys suck, and that's still our biggest game of the year. Because like I want to beat the absolute snot out of rough. It's in rough too, so I'd imagine. Yeah, it's stupid, man. <laughs> Why are you making us choose? Because it's not going to be any mystery. Because they're going to flip back and forth and give you updates on the scores and which either cast you watch and so it's like what's the point? <laughs> it's stupid I mean, we like i it's like 
like old people. They're going to watch one game, they're going to record the other one. They're going to get pissed because they're going to be recording the other game, and they're going to be pissed because it's going to show them the scores. They're going to be like, ah, I didn't want to see that. You just put like a line of black electrical tape on the ticker. It's stupid. It's dumb. I'm not upset about it. It's just... I'm not irate. I'm just not happy about it. It's like... I like basketball, and now being a writer for Inside the Bluegrass, I'm going to pay attention a lot more to basketball. But it's still stupid that we have to choose, as fans, which game we want to watch. Well, you can uh, thank Rich Barnhart for that. Cause yeah. I believe he wanted the Music City Bowl because it's a, you know, a decent bowl game. Yeah. But I, and I guess he's like, ah, who cares about basketball? That doesn't make any money. Yeah. But uh, well, right, he, he hates Calipari too. I think so. Well, doesn't everyone? He's like, shove it, Cal. Ah, well, Kentucky's beating his shit out of Famu right now. Yeah, Famu, baby, the Rattlers. Twenty-five. Oh, they just hit a three. Twenty-five to thirteen. Cal made some tweaks this week. Some some tweets. Tweaks to what? The offense. I don't know. Did he let him run pick and rolls? He's attempting to coach. <laughs> no, Cal has this thing where if we play like dog crap one game he'll be like i gotta make some tweaks that's all he says he won't say what he's gonna do he's like some guys are playing too many minutes aka severe wheeler should not be getting like 40 minutes a game well i mean here's the offense it's it's, drive to the paint with severe and he either throws it up or dishes it out that's the whole offense it's that or it's four out oscar's in the paint and give it to oscar give it to oscar if he gets a triple team then hit it out for somebody on the three-point line and hope they make it Oh, 10 point game. Maybe he's on a 5 0 run here. If Louisville can beat him, I hope to God we can beat him. Well, you already scored. Well, I don't know what the halftime score. Louisville played other than one, but like he was like by 10. It was 10. a 10 point game at halftime. Well, that's not. Uh, they're they're, they're, yeah. they're 2 and 7. They're one of the worst teams in the FBS. They're 0 and 7 on the road. God, they're 0 and 7 on the road. They've played two home games. Well, they probably play in like the Mac negative five or something. We're six and zero oh at home. Well, yeah. The, but but who 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 does Cal schedule at home though? No one. Hoop State. He schedule he all his games are at home. Howard DeQuesney. It's Duquesne actually. DeQuesney. It's Duquesne. South Carolina State would be Bellarmine though. Suck it, Scotty. Scotty Davenport. Munch my shorts. You bum. I mean, you're, you're, North Florida. We beat Michigan. Oh, that was on. Their first real home test. It's not, it's not even a Our test. Our first real home test is, was Yale. Yeah, and you barely won that. You barely beat I Yale. I would say the first home test would be against Louisville, but it's probably more like LSU. LSU. I, mean, I mean, Louisville is on the same level as Poop State this year. <laughs> Howard will probably be a harder game than the Cardinals. Kentucky gives uh, ESPN gives Kentucky. Oh my God! They night. have a you have a one point four chance to win. We're that terrible. Game. That's all. I mean, like it's a rivalry. What's the over under? Like, what is Kentucky nah, favored? They, don't, they by? don't have it out yet. Uh, the game's like, uh, I guess it's ten days away. Oh, the game's uh, next week. I'm terrified. I'm watch football on that day instead. God, it's gonna be awful. It's a real crappy into the freaking year for Kentucky sports. It'll be fun because hopefully we'll be 2-0 and in that, but it's going to be boring as hell, too. Nah, that, that Kentucky game will be fun to watch for you. It'll be dunks and threes and... Or if they'll... I mean, it'll be like 50-40. to 40. 
Yeah. There's only, those are the only two things that can happen. It would be the thing for Cal to lose to It would be Kenny. hilarious. It would be the funniest thing to ever happen to, to Calipari. And some funny things have happened to Calipari over the years. Yeah. Who's your coach again? Kenny Payne? Yeah, I couldn't think of his name. I said Kenny, but then I was like, what's his last name? I couldn't think of it. Yeah, no. Uh, Kenny's going to bring the pain. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, if Kenny Payne wins that game, I will go out to the streets. And... Extension, right there. Extension. <laughs> One, three out of four, except for he lost a Lipscomb somehow. Yeah, he lost Just... a Lipscomb last night. Hey, they weren't even favored in that game, though. Lipscomb wasn't? No, Louisville wasn't favored. No, it was minus one to Lipscomb. And it was at Louisville, right? It was in the Yum Center, yeah. I mean, with all ten fans there. Yeah, uh, shout out to Nick Coffey for still doing those vibe, vibe checks. checks. They're, they're, they're so fucking funny. hilarious. They're so funny. I like when the one we had, I like the Miami one when he had the Nickelback shirt on. <laughs> that one was good. And he's like, "Can I ask you about your car's extended warranty, that old woman?" She's like, "No, get away from me." He's like, "No, but seriously, does your car have extended warranty?" That was so funny. Those are funny. Yeah. Uh, each each time he does win, there's less and less people there. Nick, hey, he, a man's he, body. he's he, he's a warrior. He's a warrior. Yeah, I'm sure. But. Uh, Shout yeah. out Nick Coffey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no free shout outs, but shout out Nick Coffey. If he ever listens to this in the next 10 years. Shout out Matt Jones. No. I love Matt Jones. I don't. Why? Because he hates Louisville for no reason whatsoever. I hate Louisville for no reason whatsoever. No, but no, he did like, he wants to, he wants the university to get on fire You know where he went to college? Burn. He went to He Duke. went to, yeah. No, I thought he went to some pristine college. No. Duke. He went to Duke. Duke in Transylvania. Yeah, Transylvania. That's it. The one in Lexington. Wasn't he going to become a lawyer or something? He was a lawyer. He's not Daryl Isaacs, but he was a lawyer. <laughs> the no neck. No neck Daryl Isaacs. He used to tailgate behind us at the UK games. I, so I heard. Never met him. I, I I never did either, but he was there. Interesting human. Funny looking. Let's get back on track here. You got me. I, uh, I, I don't. I guess. Uh, you got anything to add about this bowl game here? It's going to suck. Yeah, I mean, there's no, I mean, okay. No if ands or buts about it. It's what's suck. your What's your prediction here? And do you take the over under? I guess they'll find that out when you make your score. I'm gonna take the over. I'm gonna go twenty. I with Vince Merrill calling the plays with this dual threat quarterback that we're gonna be hopefully playing with Keaton Wade. I see Kentucky winning this twenty eight to twenty eight. 28-10, Kentucky. Okay, I think you're insane. I don't think you're insane to pick Kentucky to win. I think you're insane to pick... I think it's going to be like... Probably be like 14-7. 17-13, UK. I'm going to blow out. Screw Iowa. No, 16-13, We're going to and I'm going 16-13, UK. 16? So you're taking the under? You're taking 30? Wait, no, that's wrong. That's my wrong math. Never mind. Disregard. 16-13? No, that's under. Yeah, that's under. Yes, you were right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because 15 plus 15 is... Oh, no, that's one each. It's 29. 15 plus 15 isn't. I said 16 to 13. That's that's 29. (laughs) Jesus. You know Matt Jones, I can tell you that. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Go Cats, baby. Uh yeah, uh Kentucky basketball. They're playing family right now. They're up thirty-one nineteen with six and a half minutes left. In the, I I don't know why I'm telling you this because this isn't live. Yeah. So I mean, I'm just letting you know that Kentucky is currently.
beating a team by more than five points in a basketball game currently. <laughs> and we're actually scoring. Uh, they have Missouri on the 28th. That's what? Next week. Wednesday? Yeah, next week. Next Wednesday. It's after Christmas. Yeah, I don't think Louisville. I think we play NC State. Oh, look at all these red L's. That's a lot of losses. They're not L's up. They're losses. Well, there are L's. The 22nd. We're at NC State, 7 o'clock on the ACC Network. NC State is actually a good basketball team for their first time in the Ooh, last decade. 10 and 3. Wow. They uh, be 11-3 after this They lost to guys. Kansas by 6. Lost to ooh, Pitt. That's a bad loss. And they lost to Miami, who's actually decent. Oh, they beat William and Mary, though. Um, yeah. What did William and Mary do to them? Fully expect Louisville to lose this game like uh, 80 to like 65. No, you know what? 55-80. 80 to 68. We're gonna go that. Oh man, you're gonna lose by only twenty this game. Sixty to, no 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 no. Sixty eight to eighty, not fifty eight to eighty. Oh yeah, 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 that's yeah. a twelve point loss. Pack pulls away in the second half. What about you? My predictions for the U of L NC State game. <laughs> yeah, it's this week's game. We got to make right. picks for every game of the week. That's true. All right, let's take Louisville fifty five, NC State ninety seven. G okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. It'll be like a I, I, Louisville is probably about twenty two. Louisville loses by twenty two. Yeah, I'm not gonna say a specific score because I don't want to do the math. Let's go eighty eight to sixty six. Twenty two points. That's not out of the open. I mean, they've been playing better, but I mean, Westerns. I don't know. I mean, they so they beat Western last week. You know, I was. Uh, and Western have that I dude woke that up was the like entire neighborhood after they won that game. Seven five guy. They do. Massive. He's a big boy. And they still out rebounded us, even though we're like the tenth tallest team in the NCAA. Mm-hmm. They out rebounded us thirty seven twenty nine. We also made thirteen threes. That's why we won. Oh, what are your thoughts on the uh, playoffs? Of, of playoffs the, happening of, soon. Yeah. Uh, it's bowl season, obviously. I think those games are on the thirty first, aren't they? No, New Year. Uh, some are on New Year's Eve, some are on New Year's Day. I think two are New Year's Eve, two are New Year's Day. I could be wrong. Wait, there's only two games. Never mind. Shut up. Uh, so we have the yeah, they're both on New Year's Michigan Eve. and TCU. Wait, what? So one's four, one's a day. Yeah, I would love to see TCU Georgia and TCU win it all. That'd be great. I want TCU Ohio State. My grandpa was a Michigan fan, so I'd take it if Michigan wins. I'd either, but, I'd either want TCU and Georgia in the championship or Michigan and Ohio State in the championship. You know how awesome that would be? That rivalry game in the championship would be cool. It'd be, yeah. like, it'd be like Kentucky and Louisville playing in the Final Four. But uh, who are you taking in the playoffs? I don't think Harbaugh is uh, meant for prime time. So it wasn't last year. <laughs> so I'm going to go TCU-Georgia. And um, I want to pick TCU, but I'm not sure they're built for the trenches like Georgia is, so I'm going to go Georgia wins it all. That's my bracket right now. Who knows? Could change. I got TCU winning it all. I got TCU, Ohio State, and the Natty. Who you got winning the Natty? TCU. You think Ohio State's going to beat Georgia? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to... I mean, it's a high-powered offense. Georgia's defense is good, but... There are a lot of holes in that defense, too. Well, a lot of guys hell, that got drafted. Then TCU, Max Dugan's the best player in college football. Facts. The dude should have won Heisman. Off of that one drive against Kansas State, should have won Heisman. Yeah, he passed out. He had like 75 yards rushing. The dude, like, collapsed at the end of that freaking play. 
But uh, yeah, obviously there's not too much going on right now. Bowl games, obviously. Wait, go back up. The Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Yeah, I know. I saw that too. I was like, who what? wants to play in the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl? Fresno and Washington State do. Oh, Washington State. Rip Mike Leach. Rip Mike Leach. Rip Mike Leach. He's the dude a, was a legend. American hero. Dude was an absolute legend. He revolutionized football. Yeah, he he invented the air raid. Yeah, I mean, uh, Brom would not be a thing without. No, I mean Mike Leach was the guy. He was a. Uh, he was a character. Too. He was a character. He his was... his halftime and post game interviews were the best things ever. <laughs> Especially at Washington State, the man was. Off fat little to... girlfriends. <laughs> He hated fat little girlfriends and uh, what else did he? Oh, candy corn. He hated candy corn too. He did hate candy corn. Dude was a legend. Uh, I know uh, Mississippi State is wearing their. Those helmets are sick. Yeah, those like skull and crossbones helmets. Those are so cool. Because he loved pirates, wasn't it? Like he loved pirates. He did love pirates. So that'll be. Those are so cool. I'm gonna watch that game just so I can see that. That's gonna be cool. So the bowl games, I mean, there's nothing. I mean, Duke, UCF, that'll be like 42, 45. Oh, Kansas and Arkansas are playing. Ooh, that'd be a good basketball game. <laughs> I think the uh, San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl is pretty good. The Cheez-It Bowl, though, Oklahoma and Florida State. Florida State's going to dominate. Five years ago, that would have been a freaking playoff. Actually, no, Florida State probably. Florida State's actually good this year. I mean, they went 9-3. and three. Yeah, and Oklahoma's, Oklahoma went like. Six Seven. and six? Yeah, they're terrible. <laughs> we watched them get absolutely shmammered by that one team earlier this season. I can't remember the team. All oh, the Mayo Bowl. What about the bad boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl? You got Syracuse and Minnesota. Syracuse is going to get steamrolled in that game. Go Golden Golfers. Syracuse, they started off 6-0. and oh. They finished the season 7-5. and five. Oof. Who's their quarterback? Oh, Schrader. Hank Schrader. Hank. Jesse, it's time to cook. <laughs> you understand that reference? No. It's Breaking Bad. The One of the I characters in Breaking Bad is I, Hank Schrader. I haven't seen Breaking Bad. What's your name? Asak Schrader. Hank. It's, I, I just know him as Hank Schrader from Breaking Bad. Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Dude, if Kentucky had beat Vanderbilt, we would have been playing Notre Dame in the freaking Tax Slayer Bowl. That would have been a fun game. Will Levis would have played against Notre Dame, I think. That's a high-profile yeah. high team. That would have been so fun. You got Tennessee and Clemson in the Orange Bowl. That'd Go be, Clemson. I like to I like to see it. Go Clemson. I I I'll cheer for the SEC, but I hate Tennessee. I almost hate Tennessee more than I hate Louisville. <laughs> almost. Almost. God, we got to compete with. Oh, Alabama, Kansas State. That's on the All-State Sugar Bowl. Who you got in that? I'm taking Kansas State. I can't willingly, willingly root for Alabama. I'll go for Bama that game. We'll compete against each other. Um, Mississippi State, Illinois. Let's go Miss State. I don't yeah. really want to cheer for go the Mississippi SEC, State. but I will. Mike Leach, baby. And then the Cheez-It Bowl, LSU-Purdue. Well, that's, there's two there's Cheez-It two Bowls. Cheez-It Bowls. The Cheez-It Citrus Bowl? Wait, that's the Citrus Bowl. The Citrus Bowl is no longer VRBO. Then... Cheese it, those greedy cheese it Monopoly dudes are taking over all the bowl games. So now you got the crappy cheese it bowl and you got the good cheese it bowl. Cheese it citrus, that doesn't work. <laughs> you want orange? That doesn't make any sense. How is it the cheese it citrus bowl? It's just his. There's no. No. Did you ever think Tulane would be in the cotton bowl? Eh, no, I did not. But hey, good for the green wave. 
They're playing USC. I hope they beat Caleb Williams because he doesn't deserve the Heisman. No, he doesn't. Max Dugan, all the way. Yeah, and then the Rose Bowl is Utah versus Penn State. That's a decent matchup, too. That'll be a fun game. I'll watch that one. Uh, yeah, so these are all, that's pretty much all the bowl games there. Uh, all the ones that mattered. I mean, I, I didn't go over, like, Ohio versus Wyoming because no one wants to know about that. It's re- There's no way. It's really the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl. That makes no freaking sense. I never said it made sense. That's just what it is. That's stupid. That's dumb. VRBO is so much better than Cheese It. I will never buy a shirt that says Cheese It Citrus Bowl Champions on it. I would not either. It's terrible. I believe that's everything we needed to cover. We covered like 18 different topics. Cheese It's are mid, too. No, they're not. They're pretty great. Depends. Top three snack. Really? Yeah. Nah. Not the plain ones. We get like the no. If spicy I'm, if ones. I'm getting Cheez-Its, I'm getting like plain the Cheddar ones. Jack ones. They got like the perfect amount of salt. The Parmesan ones are pretty good too. I've never had like white cheddar Parmesan. I mean, not Parmesan. The white ones. The <laughs> white guy, ones. This guy puts Parmesan <laughs> on his Cheez-Its over here. Hey, you know who like Parmesan cheese? Papa John. <laughs> <laughs> the day of reckoning is coming soon. This has been chaos. Yeah. Uh, you know what else is chaos? That Raiders game. Oh my god, that's the best way I think I've ever seen a team lose. Yeah, that the guy just threw it right to him, ran it in for a touchdown. It Jacoby, most... it looked like the uh, remember in the in the Water Boy when Bobby Boucher gets the ball and he's like, uh, uh, and he just throws it to the other team. That's exactly what Jacoby Myers did. He just went full Bobby they Boucher. Do it. And then Mac Jones got like uh, he got hammered, he got too. assaulted. He did. God, if I was at that game, I probably would have passed out. Did you see the video of that woman like screaming at that Patriots fan at the game? She was like, this woman was like, this, it was this dude's first NFL game ever there at Raiders Stadium, which I'm sorry that you had to sit there with that many Raiders fans. God, that's probably as bad as sitting in Cardinal Stadium as a Kentucky fan. <laughs> Kroger Field is disgusting. No, it's not. It's nice. It's old. It's old. Continue. But, hey, continue. It's got history. Uh, <laughs> bad history. <laughs> But I saw the video, and this is large woman, and she is like in this dude's face screaming. He's not even saying anything. He didn't look at her or nothing, and she's just screaming. Then her husband like hits her on the back, and she turns around, and they just start making out, just right there, like hard making out for no reason at all. I guess that's what they do in Vegas. Oh, Raiders win, babe. I'm horny. Raiders <laughs> won. It's so the, weird. The Raiders are. Uh... Crazy, yeah, no, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, last week was just insane in general. The Vikings came back from down like that 33. was nuts. I'm so mad that I was asleep. I slept through that game. I woke up and I was like, "Oh, Vikings are down 33 to nothing." We yeah. go back to bed. Yeah. No, they I woke up and I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah." The final score was 39 to 36. So the Vikings outscored them 39 to three in the second half in overtime. It was impressive, quite impressive. Yeah, Kirk Cousins had like 500 yards passing. Or close to it. Hey, it's at one o'clock, Kirk Cousins. It it really is. And then and then my commanders lost because of a bad call by that ref. Do you see that? Heineke, Heineke. He texted me. I was like, "Hey, go commies!" And you were like, "Heineke's gonna lead us to the win." He almost did. Jawan Dotson had like a fifty-yard catch. I thought we were gonna win. No, nope. I can't say much Jokes. though. Yeah, the Titans. Uh, uh, really wet the bed. More like tighten down, eh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, they always start the year off like 5-0. and 
Yeah, they just, just crumple. They're disappointed. Because it's because we have that bum Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. He sucks. He can't complete a pass over three yards. Or get sacked. Or complete a pass. I mean, <laughs> I mean it's Ryan Tannehill. He's garbage. So bad. Okay. All right, I think that's all we got. I think we, we covered everything. I think that's pretty much it. This is the... This has been... The Inside the Bluegrass Podcast. Episode 10. Finally made it to double digits. With your hosts. Host Caleb Hall, co-host Austin Seager. That's no, we're hosts. <laughs> we're hosts. This is our... We didn't really inform what was happening with the website either. Should we, yeah, say, uh, should we the, talk we, about we, we, I, I guess we can. This was formerly beyond, beyond the bill. Uh, we decided to merge to cover Kentucky and Louisville. And this is the podcast where we're going to cover both. Mm-hmm. It's mainly football and basketball. Well, and just random crap. Yeah, you know. Like, like, to, the, like, yeah, yeah, just random crap. I mean, whatever's going on within the city of Louisville, interesting news stuff. I mean, when Jack Harlow's in town, you know, just he was just in town. <laughs> did you see that? He did like the 360 arena yeah, show. That would actually look pretty fun. I'd go see him. I, I didn't know. We, I, I, I would have won. That would have been fun. Next time he's in town, we'll go see Jack we'll Harlow. But, uh, yeah, we'll try to have a podcast out every week, talk about what the hell happened in the land of the cards and the cats. And if Louisville can win a game, if Kentucky will make it past the first round of the NCAA tournament. Unlikely, uh, (laughs) but we'll see when we get there. We'll see. Uh, Yeah, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at Cardinal Hall on Twitter. Uh, Yeah, so that, we'll keep you up to date with all the Louisville and Kentucky news. Um. Yeah, and we'll keep you updated with the post on the site. Uh, hope to have this podcast out every week. And on the Twitter, ask questions, too, that we might be able to answer on the next podcast. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Just give us some topics, because it's kind of hard to think of stuff sometimes. <laughs> Especially when we get into basketball season. God, it's going to be hard to talk about stuff. Well, we can talk about basketball, but there's only so much basketball we can talk about. Yeah, no, uh, we can cover the league, whatever you guys uh, would like us to cover. Whatever yeah. tickles your fancy. Or anything, really. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this has uh, been the Inside the Bluegrass, episode 10. We'll uh, see you guys in the next one. Go Cats. Go Cards. Go Cats. Go Cards. Go Cats. Go Cards. Go Cats.